WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. Always live on the free Odyssey app. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Live and local from Philadelphia. Free speech lives here. Here. It's Kale and Company on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Live on this Monday, November 13th, it is indeed Kale and Company right here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We are always live on the free Odyssey app and streaming live for your video viewing pleasure on YouTube as we head until 10 o'clock this morning. 855-839-1210, the phone number, Twitter and Instagram, the radio station at 1210 WPHT. I am at Nick Kale, K-A-Y-A-L, Dawn Stenzlin with the news, Greg Stocker, the chairman of the board, Natasha and Anthony, our associate producers, as we begin another week, working our way towards not only what's on the cut sheet, but Thanksgiving, fast approaching. Dawn, good morning, how are you? Good morning. How'd the boys do this weekend with the football game? Oh, it was great to be together. Okay, that's a loss. <laughs> I can read between the lines. Yeah, rough loss, but it okay. was it was good for everybody to be out. All beautiful right. day, beautiful day weather wise. Yes, it was good day uh, weather wise on Saturday for Penn State not to be able to score points. <laughs> Yesterday was an interesting night. No Eagles, and then Tim Scott says, "You know what? I've had enough. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I'm going to go spend time. I'm going to go spend more time with Mindy." You know, <laughs> you know what's interesting about that too is that he. He kind of took Trey Gowdy by surprise when he said it. He was, like, he was like, wait, what? Yeah, let's come on. We'll talk about the border. We'll talk about crime. And then I'll drop a bombshell that, uh, you know what, after three debates and where I really didn't participate in any of them, <laughs> I'm going to go home. Well, I mean, he makes a good point that, you know, South Carolina's coming up, the, you know, that's the true. primary. And he's, that's his home state. Yep. He still has plenty of money. And yeah. I, I don't know. It's also Nikki's home state as well. I guess he sees the writing on the wall. He does. And then there were four. Uh, we got a lot of good things to get to this morning. Uh, another ugly weekend when it comes to Israel and Hamas, and also the impact that it could have on the Biden administration moving forward. We will get to what played out Friday night and then what also trickled down to Delaware over the weekend. Also... Some interesting stuff on the Trump and Biden front when it comes to age, as the DeSantis camp is trying to find some sort of traction, although I don't think it'll work. RFK Jr., once again, making some noise to the establishment. Is Eric Adams actually being targeted by the Biden administration? We'll get to that this morning. Also, the fallout from the disaster in Happy Valley this weekend, which you heard Right here on 1210 WPHT. And uh, also a lot, of good, a lot of other good stuff with Trump, both with third parties and without third parties factored into the equation, and his motion to have the cameras in court. We will get to that this morning as well. But before all of that, let's get to the news. There's a lot of it. And for that, at 6.05 for round one, and for round two for that matter, and for every morning for that matter, <laughs> the great Don Stenzel. And good morning this Monday morning, November 13th, Sponsored by Consumer Cellular. Woohoo! Grab the uh, heavier coat this morning. Uh, 29, 28 degrees waking up, especially in the suburbs and beyond. 
Might be even uh, 26 degrees, so a chilly morning. I'll tell you when we're going to warm up. This morning, there is so much happening as we did endure a, a violent weekend in Philadelphia. Four shot, one killed, and that was over the weekend. And now Philadelphia police searching for a group of suspects who are sought in a string of violent armed robberies in Philadelphia. So in this case of the armed robberies, police say the victims in every case were uh, pistol whipped or the bad guys would punch them in the face. One individual was even knocked out, knocked unconscious. So Philadelphia police searching for these suspects believed to be behind at least five of these armed robberies that turned very violent in the city just this month so far. And detectives say that these robberies were all committed at gunpoint and those victims uh, were injured They didn't take their lives, okay, but they were injured and psychologically and emotionally shaken after the situation. We should point out that all of these happened within just a few blocks radius in northeast Philadelphia. So that one headlining this morning for Philadelphia police to try to track these armed and dangerous armed robbers. We also have two different hit-and-run stories in Philadelphia that police are investigating. So one of them is a deadly hit-and-run crash. took place in Philadelphia's Fentonville neighborhood, and that happened last night. Officers called to the 4800 block of Whitaker Avenue about 6 o'clock last night for reports of a collision. Well, at the scene, uh, police say they found a man had been struck by a white van. And by the way, the victim here, who they rushed to a nearby hospital, was a good Samaritan, they say, had helped somebody because they had a flat tire. So there's this guy in his 30s, and we don't have the full identity here, pulls over to help a, a you know disabled motorist, is helping change a tire when somebody speeding by in this white van uh, strikes him and ultimately takes his life. So we uh, we do know that Philadelphia Police, the update here, they did recover the white van, and they're still searching for that driver involved in the incident. So they're trying to catch that individual who could very well obviously be charged with something like vehicular homicide, sure. et cetera. So uh, very serious stories as we begin this Sunday morning with a lot of police activity. But I do want to get to the second hit-and-run accident. Thank God the victim of that hit-and-run accident survived and is recovering and, in fact, is getting a whole lot of well wishes from Philadelphia fans. This is 76 years guard Kelly Oubre Jr. And he's recovering at home, released from the hospital after he was struck by a car. So we know that many of the Sixers, uh, in, including uh, Joel Embiid and, and coach Nick Nurse, actually the coach uh, Nurse held a press conference before last night's game addressing Kelly Oubre Jr.'s injury there. But a real concern here is they try to find somebody. They're searching for somebody in a silver vehicle. So Philadelphia police saying that it all started when he, when Ubre was walking on the 1400 block of Spruce Street, trying to cross over to Hicks Street. He was struck by a car that was trying to turn on Hicks. That car struck him. He's a big guy. Yeah, he's like six, right? eight, I think. Yeah. So certainly you would know that you hit a person. Right. And took off. Yeah, he he didn't hit me. <laughs> you know, you know? He, he hit some five foot nine schmuck. So, um, Ubre uh, taken to the hospital. Suffered the latest is suffered a broken rib and sufferers a broken rib and other injuries to his hip, to his right leg. So I know that he'll be reevaluated in one week. They're even expecting that Tuesday tomorrow 
he's expected to join the team to at least observe practice. Well, that's good. I mean, they're off to an amazing start. I, I saw the um, the Eagles yesterday put out a tweet saying both the Sixers and the Eagles sitting at 8-1. and one. How crazy is that? Well, Tyrese Maxey. Um, what did he drop, like 200 points? 50, uh, 50 points last night. It's unbelievable. At, at the end of the game, he said he did it all for um, yeah. Oubre. Yes. Sorry. James Harden who? Where's that James Harden guy? Yeah. Do we miss James Harden? Oh, no, we don't miss James Harden. Can we, can we stop? It is... It is getting more and more dangerous to be a pedestrian. Yeah, and, and I see it every day when I leave twenty four hundred. It's a, there's a lot of distracted driving happening. I know. I mean, there there are whether it's the people that are walking or the people on these little bikes and scooters. I mean, even when you make a left to get back on market at twenty third here, you have the the you know the supposed right away, even though it's it's a left for me, yeah. and you have to constantly look almost out your mirror and turn your head just to make sure that there's some guy with earbuds in, not pedaling on a bike that yeah. is oblivious to you, yeah. and ultimately you'll be the one at fault. Well, it, there's a lot of yes, there's a lot of that as well, but there's also a lot of distracted driving of, of people course. just just looking on their phones, not mm-hmm. paying attention. Yep. Whether they're lost or not, they're looking for directions. It doesn't matter. They're not paying attention. I agree. Yeah, distracted walkers, distracted drivers. Yeah, everybody's distracted. Society is so unfocused, it's unbelievable. It, it really is. Get off your phone, people. And it, it shows every time you're at a stoplight and the light turns green and you wait and you mm-hmm. wait. And, and you like, just know. I know that yeah. the person stopped at the stoplight and had to right. check their phone. Yeah. And in this city, you get about 1.5 seconds until that horn gets hit. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fascinating because when I went to Hawaii, that's the last thing they do. They don't beep horns at people. The nice, they'll give you like twelve seconds before you, they beep the horn at you. What do they do? They're just nice. They just they just they don't view it. They're not in a hurry. Oh, they they just live a different life. Interesting. Much much less stressful. Well, uh, let's continue the news this morning. Other headlines this morning that I'll just give to you. Our mayor-elect Sherelle Parker speaking out again, saying, everybody, you've got to apply for the job if you want to work for her transition team. But she continues in the recovery of Philadelphia and the rebirth of Philadelphia. So Sherelle Parker speaking out again about uh, that she's very excited, very enthusiastic, and uh, wants, wants to hire you for her administration. So putting that word out for her transition team. We have South Carolina Tim Scott suspending his POTUS bid. The budget deadline, by the way, for Congress, midnight this Friday. TikTok, we're watching that one. And this morning, Donald Trump Jr. returning to the stand as the defense for his dad looks to undercut New York civil fraud claims that obviously we've been covering this trial. So uh, Don Jr., he was there, you may recall, testifying November 1st and 2nd. Now it's the defense team's turn. Is he going to be bringing Tucker Carlson and Kid Rock with him? Yeah, that was well. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> Did you see that Saturday what, night? What I, we bought. David talked us because he had the big uh-huh. game. I was like, see, can we buy the? So we paid the whatever sixty dollars. Oh my god, sixty! I, I hope you got 69. your money worth. It's ex- it's close to it was, seventy dollars. It was though. all right. Well, yeah. whatever. Look at, look at <laughs> I, mean, I was trying to mitigate it to and my husband. To, it's fifty nine. And, and you have to have uh, a subscription to ESPN Plus. Oh, great! And that's what so. ten, twelve bucks a month. We probably. already had that. Okay. So then you just got to get the extra. I, Some are saying it's the new Rat Pack: Trump, Tucker, Kid Rock. Um, uh, who else uh, did I mention? Uh, Eric, uh, Donald Trump Jr. And, yeah. and there was a fifth person. I'm was it Dana White? It was Dana White. Yeah. Dana White. Yeah. And then. Bill Burr's wife gave. Um, he flipped, <clears throat> flipped her off. Flipped off Trump. Well, she's just 
She's feisty, God. that one. Uh, She's a hoot. Yeah. She's you know what's funny hoot. now is that everybody who uh, loved Bill Burr because he was unapologetic now hates him. Right. So it's the the tides have turned. Yes. Like, yeah, he was never that funny. He's like, okay. Everybody right. everybody okay. flips, literally. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> well, we, uh, yeah, we, we uh, our Sixers last night, 137, 126, and it was so nice as we did see Tyrese Maxey, career high, 50 points, propelling the Sixers to that victory over the Pacers last night. And as Greg Stocker said, paying tribute yeah. to uh, his teammate who, you know, he could he could have been killed. Yeah, yeah. You know, let's just say that. I mean, we had another one in, in New Jersey that I'm not even talking about. I'm mm-hmm. just talking about the ones under investigation. That's so correct. the fans were great and gracious, but excitement over our 60s Sixers. We are sponsored by Consumer Cellular, offering unlimited talk and text on every plan, starting at just 20 bucks a month. Stay connected in rain, sleet, and snow with their premium nationwide 5G coverage, no contract, free activation. Visit ConsumerCellular.com so you can switch today. NBC10 first alert forecast. Ooh, if you're just waking up, we're still, we're barely in the 30s this morning. It's a chilly, brisk morning, but we will be warming up pretty much every day this week, including today, 53 degrees, bright, sunny skies. So we'll be warming up for sure. That's your NBC t- NBC 10 first alert forecast. Kellen Company News Live. All right, Don, thank you very much. 614 a Monday morning as we kick off another week with another Big Take. The Big Take on Kellen Company. Okay, the big take this morning, the Middle East war that could sink Biden's re-election bid. Israel and Hamas are at war in the Middle East, and tensions are boiling over in the United States. And I don't think we've seen the worst of it here in America between pro-Palestinian supporters and those of Jewish descent. This past weekend was further proof that there is a powder keg waiting to explode in our country, and it could happen at any moment. On Friday night, pro-Palestinian supporters and Hamas sympathizers stormed Grand Central Terminal in New York City. I want you to listen and watch these three brief clips as we begin with this massive demonstration in New York City where the sights and sounds will tell you all you need to know. Listen and watch clip number one. Jews in New York were essentially being told to shelter in place. Palestinian flags flying everywhere. Protesters climbing historic statues outside of certain buildings. You could almost hear the vitriol and the hatred. Next, we go to Grand Central Terminal, where protesters blocked off the entrance and began kicking in the doors and shattering glass. Listen and watch this. It looks mostly peaceful, though, so don't worry about it, folks. Everything will be okay. It'll just blow through and blow by. I'm sure the feds will launch drones into the air and send out feds in pursuit of every single one of these November 10thers in a matter of days. Finally, you have more members of this pro-Hamas mob 
cheering with glee as they climb poles on city street corners to rip down the United States flag and put up the Palestinian flag. Listen and watch this. The desecration of the American flag in America's biggest city. But then again, that's Joe Biden's America. And this could be what sinks Biden's bid to remain in the White House for another term. I want you to think about this. The squad Dems hate Joe Biden because they believe he hasn't been pro-Palestinian enough. There has been many Jews in America who we know who vote Democrat that are upset with the Biden administration's lackluster at best response to the anti-Semitism that has been on display for five weeks now. And of course, Republicans have been pro-Israel from the jump. This is a Molotov cocktail of a disaster for the Biden administration. Bill Maher, host of Real Time on HBO, had this to say about another failed message from the left, this being former President Obama on his failed message of moral equivalency when it comes to Israel and Hamas. Listen and watch this. I must say, I I am struggling with people's moral equivalency still. I mean, Barack Obama, who has rarely disappointed me, did so this week. I mean, his statement, I mean, it's not a horrible statement, but he said, if you want to solve the problem, then you have to take in the whole truth, and then you have to admit nobody's hands are clean. Literally, that's true, of course. But just give me two examples where this is I don't think a helpful statement at this moment. First of all, the attack was only a month ago. A more savage attack than we've ever seen in reverse. There's a big difference between collateral damage and what Hamas did. Second, <laughs> secondly, okay, the Israelis are now allowing a four-hour pause for people to get out. I'm sorry, people say, oh, wow, big of them. Okay, but it is a war that the other side started. So interesting. When they fire at Israel, it's a war. When Israel fires back, it's a war crime. A little crazy. Great point by Bill Maher on the hypocrisy of all of this. War opposed to war crime. And speaking of hypocrisy and Bill Maher, listen to what he has to say about the stupidity of today's youth and how their hypocrisy gets exposed as Maher brings up Donald Trump and an incident from the past. Listen and watch this. What do you make of this level of just gut-wrenching anti-Semitism. I, I must admit, I don't think of myself as a naive person, and I've been surprised. It was like a volcano that blew. I mean, just like people in the United States with banner Israel. You know, the, any means necessary. I just, I, I, I don't know where this comes from. I guess it's ancient, obviously. The hatred of the Jews goes way back. But I, I, I was taken aback by this. You, you can't tell me you don't think social media has made it much worse. I, you, so you think that's the answer? Because, uh, because it, it's got to be something about the Jews themselves. Because there are other people around the world who are oppressed. There are other colonized places. Not that Israel colonized anything. But why this one place? Why does this arouse, especially among young people? I mean, the young people who hate, hated Trump because he, he wouldn't condemn the people with the tiki torches. Talking about Jews, you're the ones with the tiki torches now. Remember Trump and the tiki torches and the outrage from the select minority, the young vocal youth? Yep, the same ones who were triggered are now the ones supporting Hamas and the pro-Palestinian cause. The young, uneducated, woke generation. And speaking of Trump, 
Here is his latest political ad that hits the perfect tone in response to what's going on with the Middle East and the failed Biden administration. Listen and watch this. Before thousands were brutally killed, including Americans. Before Iran helped Hamas plan the attack, killing Americans. Before Biden gave billions of taxpayers' money to Iran, Trump played hardball with Iran, destroyed ISIS, kept the Middle East at peace, kept us out of endless wars through strength. History shows very plainly that evil only respects one thing, unyielding strength. When I'm back in the White House, our enemies will know if you spill a drop of American blood, we will spill a gallon of yours. President Trump, the strength we need to make America strong again. I'm Donald J. Trump. I approve this message. Pretty powerful stuff from Trump. If you spill a drop of American blood, we will spill a gallon of yours. The strength we need to make America strong again. And in regards to Friday night, service at Grand Central Terminal in Manhattan was temporarily suspended after the mob of pro-Palestinian demonstrators flooded the streets of New York to protest this war. Now, the rally began at around 5 p.m. on Friday with over a thousand individuals that were marching through the streets. Some were seen tearing down posters of the hostages being held by Hamas terrorists and then crumbling them up while others that were demonstrating burned in an Israeli flag. Now, according to an Instagram post from pro-Palestinian organizations within our lifetime and the City University of New York for Palestine, the protest was to, quote, flood Manhattan for Gaza. Now, where were the federal authorities when this message was shared on social media? MIA, I suppose. Gaza calls. We respond. Palestine will be free because when we resist, we win together, it says. Cease genocide. Cease the siege. Cease the blockade, cease occupation, cease funding Israel, cease settler colonization, cease Zionism, cease imperialism, the social media post read in part. By 9 p.m., protesters had amassed outside of Grand Central Terminal, and it was shut down, did not reopen until 11.50 p.m. Friday night. And in conclusion, it's one thing for there to be war in the Middle East. That's been going on forever. And it will go on forever. It's another thing when the hatred and the violence spills over into America. And this is what happens when you elect weak leadership. Woke is weak. It's also uneducated, misguided, and very hypocritical, as you heard in some of those clips. And you are seeing it unfold before your very eyes. And that's The Big Take. The Big Take on Kale & Company. All right, the Big Take this morning is brought to you by Best Work Industries for the Blind, and they are changing lives. A nonprofit organization located in Cherry Hill, Best Work Industries for the Blind provides training and employment for people who are blind or visually impaired. For employment opportunities or to donate, go to bestworkindustries.org. We'll come back, get your thoughts and reactions, 855-839-1210 if you want to jump in at 1210WPHT on social media. And, of course, on YouTube, just go to youtube.com slash at 1210 WPHT, hit the like and subscribe buttons and be a part of the Kale and Company comment community. Nick Dawn and Greg, a Monday morning here on Kale and Company on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Next Monday, that's what we have to wait for. Next Monday, Philadelphia Eagles at Kansas City. This is a huge game for them. Right now, K 
Kansas City is a favorite by minus two and a half on this. The money line, Kansas City minus 142. Philadelphia Eagles plus 120. I would take the the Eagles plus 120 in this. As the weather as the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's, that's 150 bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. All you have to do is go to FanDuel.com slash Greg. FanDuel.com slash Greg. You can bet on everything from spreads, player props, over-unders, so much more. Eagles plus 120. That's what I'm saying. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 1210WPHD and is the official partner of the NFL. 21 and over, present PA, first online or a money wager, only $5 pregame money line wager required, $10 first deposit required. Bonus issue does not withdraw, but bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms of sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Kale and Company On Demand. From Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app. Kale and Company live here on this Monday morning as we continue. Nick, Dawn, and Greg, Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. You can jump in at 855-839-1210. Watch us for free on YouTube. Get us on the free Odyssey app. Still ahead this morning, we will get into some of these universities that are now doing the Ivy League backpedal when it comes to the backlash that they are facing for allowing a lot of this anti-Semitism to occur on their campus. Also, uh, Joe Biden, Donald Trump, age and mental acuity being uh, discussed and debated yet again. We'll get to that as we work our way towards what's on the cut sheet. But once again, another weekend that comes and goes, and you have more protesters and more people of the pro-Palestinian, pro-Hamas cause rising up in cities. And we've got two two local stories that we'll get to at UPenn and also at Delaware in just a moment. But I really do think that this has completely blown up in the face of the Biden administration. You know that Republicans are on the other side of things when it comes to being pro-Israel. And honestly, I don't think it should be a Republican thing. This should be a, hey, if you can realize the difference between a group of people and their right to exist and live and not essentially be exterminated, not 70 years ago by Hitler and not today by those waging a holy war against people of Jewish descent. And if you can differentiate that and Hamas and, you know, you want to sit there, well, it's a government, it's a terrorist organization. That's what it is. That's what we see. That's what we know. Uh, if you're able to decipher the difference, it really shouldn't be a Republican versus Democrat thing. But you have that working against the Bidens. Then, of course, you have the squad Dems who are just hell-bent on basically the death and destruction of Israel under this guise of uh, Palestinian rights and human rights and stop the genocide and all the cliches that are going on. Keep in mind, Hamas started this. And then, of course, you have people that are of Jewish descent that historically, traditionally in this country, lean left and vote Democrat, which I got to imagine some, I'm not saying all, but some could very well be considering either not voting for Joe Biden and sitting it out, or maybe even voting Republican, dare I say. So I think it's kind of like a it's like a triple threat working against the Bidens right now, and another weekend in which we have terrible sights and sounds, thousand plus people in New York City, and they were kicking in the windows of Grand Central Terminal. I mean, I'm sorry, when I see glass being shattered by people protesting, and to me that's above a protest, 
Is it any different than J6 2021? Generally speaking, I think they both kind of fall under the same umbrella of not a good look for a city or for a government or for the capital. And here again on Friday night, they shut. They disrupted people's lives, Dawn, is what they did. From 9 until 11.50 p.m., shut down. I don't know how many people go through Grand Central Terminal, but I'm willing to bet it's a significant number. So just wanted to get uh, people's thoughts on that. And then, of course, you had the fallout. And I'm thinking, okay, well, let's see, let's see how many of these 1,000-plus individuals are apprehended. They arrested six people. Three of the six, uh, two men and one woman, were taken into custody, and they were issued summons mm-hmm. for disorderly conduct. Okay, we got your information. Now you're free to go. Yeah. Well, it's pretty, isn't that pretty much what they did in Philadelphia That's what they've done a week across ago. the board, pretty much. And they tried to come back, though, here on the, on our Veterans Day, and I did see that there was like a pickup truck, and they had like a loudspeaker, and it was kind of a scrappy group. Okay, didn't get as much play on Saturday, to my knowledge. They didn't get as much play, and then of course they were planning to march it, march to Biden's house. They yes. said in Delaware. That is correct. We had talked about this on Friday, so they, I don't know what happened. Whether they've kind of fizzled out. Mm-hmm. Because it sure seemed like they drew a huge crowd the weekend before, yep. but then uh, when they came here this weekend for Veterans Day, not so much. Mm-hmm. It's it's really the same. The, the the law enforcement authorities, whether it's locally, state, or federal, they're they're giving off the same energy and the same punishment as basically BLM riots and protesters from the summer of 2020. So if you are pro Hamas, pro Palestine or you're pro-BLM, three and a half years apart, you are basically dealt with in one way or fashion. Eh, Some summary offenses, a couple of citations, we'll take your information, and then we'll release you ROR, basically, on your own reconnaissance. January 6th, eh, you're going to be denied your due right, your due process. Uh, You're going to be in a broom closet for four months. You'll be lucky to get a a bucket of water and a bottle of water. And you are treated completely differently. Uh, and you mentioned the local angle. We'll start with Delaware, and then we'll come back to UPenn, because we have an update from our great Philadelphia Ivy League institution. So Joe Biden, once again, spending the weekend in Delaware. As we know, he spends about 40% of his presidency on vacation. And pro-Palestinian protesters gathered nearby. And this is why I kind of bring up the Biden re-election bid in 2024 in the big take, because now... It's not. It's bad enough that you know we have this stuff going on in Washington D.C. or New York City. Now we have the pro-Palestinian protesters that gathered near his Delaware home to demand a ceasefire on Saturday. Well, what's interesting about this group is that it, it really is a it really is a group of people that he should have. Now, when you say could they vote Republican, there's zero chance yeah. that these people are voting Republican. I get but that. but it's it it's a young. It's young African American people. It's it's you know these pro Palestinian these these are the people that are uh, that 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 seem to me are the ones out on the streets <laughs> um, uh, protesting this. Yeah. So it's it's youth. Um, you know it, it is it's people that should have the Democratic uh, um, uh, mm-hmm. base. Yeah, and so does this play bad for Biden? I know that's not grammatically correct, but <laughs> you're this, telling me. Is we this like a, the alliteration, yeah, though. <laughs> is this a is this a bad uh, thing for the Biden administration? 
Yes, mm-hmm. and you can tell because the way they walk the line with the um, pro-Palestinian yeah. movement and the pro-Israel movement. They yeah. know how much of their base is in that group. That's correct. And the thing that's so staggering about this is with this younger generation. And look, I am no, by no means some Middle Eastern scholar of the history of conflict for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. Trust me, like I, I'm not saying that. But I know right from wrong, and I know, and I thought Bill Maher made a great point. So when Hamas attacks Israel, it's war. When Israel fires back, it's war crimes. So Hamas can slaughter children, women, the elderly, and animals. And that's just, well, that's just the price of war. You know, you know, bad things happen during bad times. But when Israel has the right to defend themselves, then you have morons from the squad Dems and from the left and the same people that were literally ready to have their head explode. And I'm, I'm glad Bill Maher brought up uh, the Virginia situation with the tiki torches and, and Trump, because, Greg, you've, you've mentioned that in the past many times mm. about Trump and the tiki torches. Then this group all of a sudden gets completely silent when the pro-Palestinian movement leads to all of the anti-Semitism that is going on in this country and across the globe. And here was here was the message from these maniacs that. Sh- and look, you know, I'm all for your right to protest. I have no problem if you want to protest in front of Biden's house. Uh, you know, as long as you keep it peaceful. But the message is just so misguided. And they say the following on social media that they posted before they marched to Delaware. Delawareans from all over the state and allies from out of the state are rallying to march towards at Joe Biden's house on Twitter in Wilmington and demand a hashtag ceasefire for Gaza now. Join us, hashtag Free Palestine, reads a post on X, and it says, by the Delaware chapter of the Democratic Socialists of America. The post also featured a video of the crowd chanting, Biden, Biden, you can hide. We charge you with genocide. Wow. Genocide Joe. Yeah. (laughs) That's what they call him. Yeah, yeah. At least it was <laughs> able, able to rhyme a little bit. What a bunch of losers. My God. And then speaking of losers, let's even go back and make it more local. Let's bring it right back here to Philadelphia. So the headline reads, UPenn student who praised glorious Hamas terror attack, later arrested for stealing the Israeli flag. A University of Pennsylvania student was uh, who proclaimed that she felt, quote, empowered and happy. On the day Hamas terrorists launched their deadly attack against Israeli civilians has since been busted for stealing an Israeli flag on campus, according to reports. Uh, her name is Tara Tarawana, a 2020 graduate of King's Academy in Madaba, Jordan, uh, was arrested on November the 4th for allegedly stealing an Israeli flag from the front of a campus apartment's house near the Ivy League campus. That is according to the Daily Pennsylvanian Report. Uh, the Philadelphia DA's office has charged her, who once penned a column decrying settler colonialism as a violent machine with theft and receiving stolen property stemming from the October 28th incident. And this was the individual who gave one of the hate-filled speeches at a Philadelphia rally last month with video of her addressing pro-Palestinian crowds going viral. Uh, she, quote, I remember feeling so empowered and happy, so confident that victory was near and so tangible. I want all of you to hold that feeling in your hearts. Never let go of it. Channel it through every action you take. 
and bring it to the streets. Now, uh, Republican Representative Richie Torres, the Democrat from the Bronx, denounced this video last week on social media saying, quote, this is not a patient at a psychiatric hospital. This is a student at an Ivy League institution. You know, we are, we are told that the Ivy League is supposed to be the smartest group of people, right? I mean, you got to have 14, 1500s on your SAT, straight A's, extracurriculars out the wazoo, and yet you have this hate-filled, misguided ridiculousness from even these students. We hear a lot about Harvard and Columbia and Cornell. It's happening right here in our own backyard at the University of Pennsylvania. And, and these people... I think are so uninformed on the difference between hate speech and free speech protesting and violent calls for death and destruction. And what do they what's the main chant that they, they usually roll out with this pro-Palestinian cause? It's from from the Red Sea to this sea or I don't know. I don't have the war chant memorized, but it's basically stop at, at nothing and do whatever you can to basically eradicate the globe of a civilization of people mm-hmm. and like <laughs> i'm sorry i you know we're now um, we're coming up on six weeks removed from this and i still can't rationalize those that get behind this cause that were behind so many other causes of human and civil rights right like it's amazing how they pick and choose selectively which lives matter and which don't so basically what they are saying is yes we were pro blm and we also don't think Jewish lives matter. Kill them all. So that's kind of where we are from the weekend. And I, I think no matter which way the Biden administration slices it, no matter which way they look, yeah. they're, they're in the ring and they're like, you know what? Yeah, this is We're a bad, getting it from every angle. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad for them. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, is it catastrophic? I, I don't know. Um, I don't know how many of these people really vote anyway or, you know, would would maybe vote for a third-party candidate instead of Biden. Yeah. Um, but, but is she a citizen? Here, here's my question about uh, Tara Tarawana. Uh, good question. She's from Jordan. Yeah. Right. And so, right, boom, you're out. I All these students who are on a visa, uh, she graduated. Yep. Boom, yep. Yeah, you're out of here. Yeah, what she's still doing here. Go right. back. Yep. You're out. All of them. Yeah, I'm reading the story from the Post. It does, I do not see whether or not she's here temporarily, like you said, or if she is a citizen or not. But, I mean, i got to imagine at that young of an age, probably not yet, since the process takes a long time. But, Nick, what, you know, when do we stop bringing... So we have all these students on visas, mm. and, and, they're, and they're coming here, and they're, you know, causing all the, all the ruckus on the campaign. Mm-hmm. She's part of that Philly-Palestine coalition, yep. which organized the walk... I know we talked about this Friday, but organized the Biden, walk to Biden's house, the Philadelphia stuff going on. She's part of that. Mm-hmm. And they were they were just created, that Philly-Palestine coalition, they were just created in 2021. Okay. So this is not an old, long-standing group. Yeah. And these these folks are coming over here on a student visa, and and how who's paying for their school, by the way? I just I have so many questions about this, and nobody is even asking this. The mainstream media don't care to they no. don't care to ask. But I, I'm just saying, right? You are deport. You do something like this, mm-hmm. and um, now she's charged. We don't need to pay for Krasner to take her through the system and do whatever they're going to do. It's a great point. Right? Great point. You're, Comes out of bye our bye. dollars. Yep. Bye. Mm-hmm. And by the way, the the uh, 
I don't know if you saw on their Instagram account because I just have been trying to monitor that the Philly Palestine Coalition, but they over the weekend gained a thousand more followers. They're up to like eighteen thousand. But they, they, uh, and that's just the local coalition. But you know they're they're out there saying, well, they have a, a queer Palestine uh, a queer group mm-hmm. for the for the queer Palestinians, right? And, <laughs> We talked about this before. Yeah, I know. I know. There was another story over the weekend about a about a gay man over there that was beheaded. So yeah, keep keep advocating for the group of people that will literally chop your head off, like uh, like you're on the butcher block and you're an onion or a carrot. It's amazing. 855-839-1210. Uh, I don't know if we'll get to it today or tomorrow, but Trump has a massive uh, deportation program that he outlined should he get reelected in 2025. Of course, the New York Times tries to paint it and portray it like it's a terrible thing, but I think it would be applicable to this situation that you just referenced here at UPenn in Philly. 855-839-1210, the number. We'll come back, wrap up the final hour of the show. More woke Ivy League institutions are now doing the Ivy League backpedal in light of the anti-Semitism rise on campus. And also at the University of Maryland, they are legitimately calling for Holocaust 2.0. And that has now led to investigations down at College Park. We'll get to that as we continue. Put a bow on the 6 o'clock hour. Nick, Dawn, and Greg, Kale and Company, Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. This is the Kale and Company Podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and on the free Odyssey app. You know, we're planning a trip of a lifetime, and I can't wait. Just picture yourself sipping a limoncello from your hotel balcony as you savor the sunset beyond the Isle of Capri. That's right. The Amalfi Coast, Positano, Sorrento, and yes, Capri. Join me next spring as we discover the wonderful sights in southern Italy with my friends from Conservative Tours. Nobody does it better than Conservative Tours. The Abbey of Monte Cassino, Pompeii. Of course, we'll have plenty of time to see the great ancient sites, including in Rome, too, all while enjoying a gastronomical event for 12 days of touring. Olive oil production, a mozzarella farm, wineries, all those tasting sessions. The group dining events they're known for are legendary. 5267. Yeah, 5267 includes your airfare nonstop while supplies last. Just call toll-free 888-733-9494. You can go to conservativetours.com. You'll scroll down, see my picture there, read the full itinerary. I can't wait. And you know what we'll discover together? Why the locals, yeah, the Italians, where do they vacation? Italy's best-kept secret, Puglia. We'll go there and experience the charming villages and unparalleled cuisine. Are you hungry? Ugh. Authentically Italian. ConservativeTours.com. Family Company rolling on. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Get us on the free Odyssey app. Watch us live on YouTube. A loaded cut sheet coming up this morning at 7.45. Very cool prize as well for our morning mystery movie clip at 9.20. And uh, we also have to get to a couple of other stories with Joe Biden coming up later in the show, as well as Donald Trump. Very interesting weekend for Trump, both with legal motions in the court process, as well as his appearance at Madison Square Garden on Saturday night for UFC God knows what number that might have been. Uh, two, UFC 274 uh, is Trump, Kid Rock, Trump Jr., Joe Rogan, and Tucker Carlson all making an entrance. 295. 295. Yeah. Wow. So that means they've had, is that literally like every pay-per-view yes. is one? Yeah. Wow. 
almost 300 shows. I feel like they have one every week, don't they? <laughs> they they uh, usually monthly, yeah. Usually monthly, yeah. Yeah. Dana White cranking it out, making some money. Uh, so we'll get into that. Also, uh, the the ridiculous fallout from Happy Valley this weekend from the Penn State Michigan game, which I think you're going to be interested in uh, if you are a Penn State football fan. Of course, you can hear the Nittany Lions here on twelve ten WPHD. You won't hear Penn State score many touchdowns on twelve ten, uh, but <laughs> we'll get to, we'll get to that coming up in just uh, just about two hours. You know, I just want to speaking of colleges, I just want to wrap up the hour with these two stories um, because in, in many regards. And I, I forget who said this. It might have been Elon Musk or it, might, it was Bill Maher, but he said activism and advocacy on college campuses has overtaken academics. And I, I think that really rings true because there's two stories just to give you an update. We, we've seen many Ivy League schools really uh, fail to kind of rein this in, so to speak, and keep it just to protests and free speech and not allowing it to escalate into fear and hatred. Uh, Harvard and Columbia, as well as other top universities, now, five and a half weeks in, are ramping up efforts to combat anti-Semitism after intense backlash. Uh, this story from Fox News, the nation's top universities uh, ramping up their efforts. Columbia University announced on Friday that it would suspend Students for Justice in Palestine and Jewish Voice for Peace from campus through the end of the fall semester over any alleged violations of school policy. So they're going to kick you out until January if you go above and beyond what is considered your right to protest. A statement from Columbia and their senior vice president, Gerald Rossberg, said the two pro-Palestinian groups held, quote, an unauthorized event on Thursday and Friday that, quote, proceeded despite warnings and included threatening rhetoric and intimidation. Harvard president Claudine Gay released a statement on Thursday evening condemning anti-Semitism and called out the pro-Palestinian rallying cry, quote, from the river to the sea as crossing the line. Quote, our community must understand that phrases such as from the river to the sea bear specific historical meanings that to a great many people imply the eradication of Jews from Israel. That's what I was just talking about last segment when they try to throw out that chant. That's what that, that that's really what they're calling for. So that's the latest from the Ivy League, and then not too far away. Yeah, that's uh, that's the tweet that Talib got censured. For. Yes, yeah, and and rightfully so. Yeah. I mean, if, if all you got to do is even if you don't understand what that means, I mean, you can get the answer in about three minutes if you just open up uh, Google or DuckDuckGo or whatever you want to search with, and you'll see what that's all about. And then lastly, uh, the University of Maryland is now looking at a rally, and that is under investigation after apparent calls for, quote, Holocaust 2.0. Cool. Which was written on sidewalk in chalk. You know, like your kids get those big buckets of chalk, and they go outside in the summer when they're seven years old, and they, they draw pictures on the street, and it, you know, it doesn't get washed away until it rains. Now we have 18 to 22-year-old students that are writing in chalk on sidewalks words and phrases like Holocaust oh 2.0. Now, could you imagine the reaction if that was for any other group of people in this country? I don't know. Let's just go back three and a half years ago, how that would have played out. There is there is an anti-Semitic cancer that is happening on college campuses, and I don't know how we... I don't know how we... Oh, I do. I do. You, you say, hey, all these student visas from all these folks who are... Who are 
riling all these people up, mm-hmm. yeah, we, revoked and, all and, your student yeah. visas from the Middle East because that's. I'm sorry, and I'm not. You know me. I'm not like this. But if you're here as a guest mm-hmm. in in our house, now you don't have a right to be here. It's no. a privilege, right? And, and you're on a student visa, mm-hmm. no question. You're boom. You're out. And that goes for American kids too. Yeah, who are doing this absolutely. Kick well, yeah. them the hell out of school. Yeah, yeah. It's a bunch of dopey white kids yeah. too that see that. And yeah, send them back to mommy and daddy's and let them go to cool. community college for a semester. I saw this on TikTok, so it must be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go go to community college. Yeah. You're you're out of pen. Yeah, and it'll actually probably you know what you'll probably benefit from it because you won't owe sixty two thousand in debt. Because you're stupid anyway. Yeah. Uh, so then you can go back to Bucks County Community College, save some money, and uh, you know re- uh, rehabilitate yourself and educate yourself on what it actually entails and what it means. Like you don't have to go beyond looking at Adolf Hitler killed six million Jews, six million, and the, the, the pro-Palestinian, pro-Hamas thing is no different. So you can sit here and say Holocaust. World War Two, Nazi Germany, yeah. uh, from 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 the river to the sea. They have one commonality, all of these people. They hate those that are Jewish, and they want them dead. And yet these people are advocating for it. So who are the ones writing on the side? Are they students? These, are yeah, they- these were University of Maryland students from a, uh, a Maryland-Palestinian rally group. Oh, my God. But who are they? Are they like Tara? She, she's a Jordan national. Are they... In other words, are these... They did not the, release any of the identities. Yeah. Well, oh, it, that's interesting. So so if you're not, for, if you're here as a guest to America, you're out of here. And if you are an American, then you're booted. You're booted. Mm-hmm. I mean, they obviously we have to give people who are American citizens due process, whatever. But I just think in the student student visa program, right. maybe we should screen these folks a little bit. Yeah. And like, look, I, I, like, I don't agree with the message, but if you're pro-Palestinian, that is fine. If you're pro-Hamas... That is wrong, if you can even differentiate between the two. But you can't yeah. be sitting there calling for the death of Holocaust 2.0? No, because that goes beyond free speech, Oh, my obviously. God, yes. I mean, here at Penn, I know they're searching for whoever put those, like, holographic images that they put on the buildings. Yep. That's crazy. These are coordinated efforts across the country. I agree. 855-839-1210, the number. All right, I'm done with Israel and Hamas. We'll get back to that <laughs> war tomorrow. Uh, let's, let's get to some You're Biden. you like the bus driver. Yeah, I've had it with all of it. Do you hear me? Uh, Biden-Trump stuff coming up in hour number two. We've got the news on the other side. And also, cancel culture coming for Ken Jennings, the host of Jeopardy. I don't know. Does Will Ferrell still have some Alex Trebek imitations left in him? They might need to find a replacement because he he triggered people on Twitter over a innocent elderly joke. Oh, boy. He should lose his job over it. Kale and Company, hour two is next. Stay right there. Start your day with Kale and Company. Weekday morning, 6 till 10 on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.